The mortgage industry never stays still. With interest rates moving, companies changing, and regulation increasing, there's always another story. This is The Principle, where we break it down daily and take a deeper dive into the issues. I'm Christine Stewart, Editorial Director for the Mortgage News Network. Let's pay it down. But first, a word from our sponsors. Mortgage Women Magazine. It's where women's voices are heard. Find it free at www.mortgagewomenmagazine.com. Got a business-related New Year's resolution? Experts say that the best way to succeed is with a plan that's realistic, actionable, and measurable. And conferences are a great way to learn from some of the industry's best minds on how to do that. Welcome to The Principal. I'm Mike Savino, head of multimedia for the Mortgage News Network. And today I'm joined by a renowned trainer and consultant, Steve Richmond. So, Steve, thanks for joining me. Hey, how you doing, Mike? It's been too long, my friend. <laughs> Absolutely. It's been too long, but uh, it's great to have you uh, back on. I'll even do that so I look good for the folks. I look, I look at that. I look younger. For our listeners, Steve just took his glasses off and he took about 20 years off. So <laughs> That's looking, right. looking spry, looking great. Um. So yeah, we're getting ready for the uh, New England Mortgage Expo, and obviously a, a plug. We'll be aware of what we're doing, but it, it, I think it's an important time for people in this industry to sort of understand where we are. That's what you're going to be talking about with your session. So I guess just to start it off, I mean, how would you characterize where we are in the market right now? We are at a place where we have never been before. Dun dun dun! But that's not a bad place, right? What's good? Look, at the end of the day, people are going to need houses. At the end of the day, people are going to need mortgages. At the end of the day, we're going to be okay. But how do we come out of what we're going through right now? If anybody, I just want you to think about two things, okay? And I've only talked about one already, but I'm going to just two things. When you go to a conference, like what we're doing, two things, two things. One, mental. Two, action, right? You got to get right up here and then you got to take certain activities. And if you're right up here and you take those activities, you're going to be okay. That doesn't mean you're going to be okay with the company where you're at, or they might have problems. But when you take care of yourself mentally and you're doing the right activities, you're going to do okay. Yeah, obviously you gotta you gotta put your plan into action once you get it. Um, so you're you're gonna be sort of kicking things off for us at the expo and talking about you know the change in the market and are you changing with it? As you touched on, you know people always need houses. You know that won't change. But what is different now about the home buyer or the market? I mean, what changes should people be aware of as they're trying to work with borrowers? Well, rates. <laughs> you know, I mean, obviously rates are there. But if you look at what's going to happen. I haven't seen a prediction that rates are going to continue to go up. When I started in this industry 100 years ago, when I was dealing with rates that were 12%, 14%, you know, yes, it went up to 7%. It's going to go down to 6. It's going to I'm not saying tomorrow. It's going to go down to 5. It's going to get back into the 4s within the next 2 years. So I'm saying if you first off, if you take that long-term approach even on rate, you're going to be okay. Then we have to look at inventory and buyers. And I think that, excuse me, inventory and borrowers. Two things that happen here. The first thing that I look at is when you're looking at inventory, oh, there's not enough inventory right now. First off, that's a good thing because that's keeping us balanced where we are and we don't have a glut of supply, which is a nice thing. But 
Personally, I'm keeping an eye, not like I said, not tomorrow, but within the next two years, I'm looking at builders because at the end of the day, we have a big surplus of demand that is occurring. We are looking at the average first time home buyer has moved up to the age of 39 right now. And it's usually been floating around 33. And the percentage of first time home buyers, this is National Association of Realtors numbers, by the way, uh, has dropped down to 26. And it's usually floated between 33 and 40%. So you got less first-time home buyers because they're doing it when they're older. But if you look at the Census Bureau, we're going to have a whole ton of 30 to 40-year-olds hitting the market within the next two years. So you have this demand. So one, I'm really looking at builders because the houses are already there, right? So you have all this greater demand. I'm looking at that. The, the other thing is, and I think people need to... I've been talking about this term for a while, but relationship, relationship, relationship. You, you know, I'm buying a house. I'm not, I'm not looking for a best friend from my real estate agent. I'm not looking for as a best friend and have a deep relationship with my mortgage professional. So it's how do you take from the mortgage professional, from the real estate agent side, how do you take the concept of relationship and move it beyond just the transaction? right? Because everybody's becoming more transactional. Look at you and me. I, I think you're in Connecticut right now or New York, or you're, you're, you're not next door to me. Nope. Right? So how do we, through these electronics, hey, well, I want to have a video today. I want to do a recording. How do we sit there and get this transaction done? I want to get a mortgage. I want to see what the rate is. It, it, I can go anywhere else to get that, right? It's I go to Amazon. I have my groceries delivered to my front step now. Oh, I can call and just pick up my groceries. We got to take, we're becoming more and more transactional from a consumer standpoint, but we have the ability to drive it more of a relationship when we think about beyond the mortgage transaction. I'm not trying to be sexist when I say this, but I, I, I call it the I got a guy. Now, you could say I got a gal, but I got a gal in Kalamazoo. It's an old song. I just don't like it. Right. But I had somebody I had somebody reach out to me today, excuse me, yesterday from a lender. And then he said, Steve, we're looking for a speaker who's economist, who's an economist at our company for a meeting. You got anybody? I'm not talking about rate. I'm not helping them understand where builders are going to come from and what the generational gap and that, that, what am I doing? I'm looking at whatever their need is above and beyond the immediate. And I'm trying to fulfill that. And that's where you're going to win when it comes to relationship, when you can hit the other problems that they have and help them solve it. I got it. I was just watching. Here's another great story, right? I'm watching. Diners, drive-ins, and dives, right? It's a great show. Great show, Guy Fieri. I've actually met him. He gets a lot of grief. What a really nice guy. I mean, I, I had a five-minute conversation with him, but he was phenomenal. Great guy to talk to. But I'm watching it, and I immediately said, oh, my gosh, they're in Franklin, Tennessee. That place looks great. What did I do? I reached out with my handy dandy phone that's sitting right here. I didn't wait for my CRM. I didn't go through my, and I just texted my friend who lives in Franklin, Tennessee. I said, have you ever eaten 
it was called 55 South was the name of the place. I'm not trying to plug them, but it did look really good. I'm like, have you ever eaten at 55 South? That place looked great. And she was like, oh my gosh, I haven't been there in so long. I need to try that again. That's a relationship, my friend. And so I think we have to expand. We're getting deeper on the transaction and they're becoming more complicated. So we have to expand where we are with the relationship. Now, let me just say that we're getting more complicated with the transaction. Amen, hallelujah, God bless, greatest thing in the world. The minute the tra transaction becomes simplified, there's no need for the loan officer anymore. The minute you can just say, hey, here's my FICO score, here's my DTI, here's my, go, we're done. But when it's, well, I had a bankruptcy two years ago and I'm doing this and well, I, I just changed jobs and Lord knows a lot of people are changing jobs right now. The more complicated it is, the greater the need for the professional to get the transaction done. Absolutely. And, and, and of course, all of those things take time, you know, it takes time to build those relationships. And because loans are complex and you kind of want them to be, you have to put in time to make sure you're doing the work uh, for, for people who are listening and, and particularly in the new England area uh, who are perhaps thinking about whether or not they should go to our, our expo uh, starting on, on Thursday. Um, why, you know, sort of, you know, talk to me about, you know, coming to a conference and, and sort of, whether it's a refresher or learning new skills versus yeah, I got to, I got to make phone calls. I got to talk to people. Like I can't get away from the office right now. It's a no brainer. First and foremost, most of us are doing what right now are working from home. I mean, you're, you're lucky, Mike, you're in an office. I see a woman walking back and forth behind you in the window that's behind you, but you don't see anybody happened to me yesterday. I called my wife and I said, um, I'm going to go out for a walk and I'm going to go to the grocery store. Do you need anything? She goes, why? I said, I haven't left the house in three days. That's not healthy. That's not good. And when you look at, and I'm a huge Brene Brown fan. I, I don't know if you know who Brene Brown is. Um, she just came out with a new book and a new series on HBO Max. I'm going to check it out hopefully this weekend. Uh, and it explores the 87 emotions. But she says that we as human beings on Earth, on planet Earth, we are neurologically driven for connection. We're neurologically wired for connection. We need to be with other people. And the past, is it three years now? I don't even know how long COVID has been. It has been cutting those ties of connection left and right. New York Times right now is doing a seven-day challenge of happiness. Today happens to be day five. I don't know when you're watching this or listening to this, but this happens to be Friday. Today, challenge and comment on happiness is the power of work-based friendships. That, that, that's what today's whole thing in the New York Times is, the power of work-based friendships. And you're going to tell me that you don't think it's good to go to a conference to see these people face-to-face, -to, -face, to talk to them. There's something about breaking bread. I've had people, they're calling me up. They're like, oh, would you like to come to dinner with us? When can we have lunch? When can, oh, this is a beautiful thing to do. It's the power of the work-based relationship. And we've been 
You talk about change in the industry. We've been so decentralized and everybody's in their own spot for so long. Thank you for helping bring everybody together because we need that. Don't miss the largest regional mortgage show in the nation. The New England Mortgage Expo returns to Mohegan Sun in Connecticut, January 12th and 13th. See us at www.nemortgageexpo.com. Start your year with the best connections in the industry. Dozens of sessions, scores of exhibitors. It's where success is written every hour. www.nemortgageexpo.com. I'll take the credit personally. <laughs> no, I mean, of course, we, we've had these these great conferences going on for a while. But, you know, you, you talk about, um, you know, as we get into the need to sort of, you know, refreshers or learn new tricks, obviously, right from the get-go, you talked about how we're in a, a place we've we've never been before. Cue the dun-dun-dun. Uh, and, and you've talked about several changes. I mean... You know, it it's always you know it's always been the market ebbs and flows, and when conditions get right, things return to normal. But whenever conditions get right with this market, I mean, I hate the phrase "new normal." It's been used so much, but I guess what normal is will look different when we get through this, right? Sure. I, I was having a conversation once again. My best friend from an old job, I still keep in touch with that person, and I cherish that relationship, right? We need to have that connection. And we had a conversation this morning, actually, on the phone, because she's going through some stuff, whatever work. I said, stop looking at it as right and wrong and good and bad. Is it a good market? Is it a bad market? Am I making? The, am I with the right company? Did I make the wrong decision? Stop it. This is where you are. This is the path that you're on. This is the thing that is presented in front of you. Do you have the right mindset? And do you know what actions you need to take to find success? It, 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 you can find success at any company and you can find success in any market. So it's constantly evolving. It's constantly changing. And personally, I think that that's what makes it interesting because the minute it becomes routine and boring, I don't want to be there. And, and, you know, you laid out some great tips already in terms of relationship building and that'll keep bringing people back. Um, we, we're, we're constantly seeing, you know, downsizing in this market. I mean, just today, Silvergate announced some layoffs and they're getting rid of their wholesale lending products. So as you just said, you know, people can find success anywhere and they may be thinking I need to show success so that I can show my value. So that if, if we're doing layoffs or cuts here, I show that I belong. I don't know if you have a tip or two, you're raising your hand. What is, what is something people can do to show their value? Well, well, first off, when you when you look at LinkedIn, I see people every single day, especially within the TPO world, saying, oh, I'm now working here. So yes, and, and it's horrible getting laid off. I, I've been laid off in my time, in my life. It, it It's not a fun five minutes when that happens, but it, you're just now on a new path and you will find something else. I think... One of the biggest differentiators right now is, and, and I was at a conference and it, it was with uh, younger people, the younger younger marketplace, right? The 20 to 30 year olds. And they said, well, there's a lot of layoffs and I'm afraid that I might be the one that's getting laid off. And, and he hit hints for me. And my comment has been, of course, you have to do a good job. That's obvious, but you got to have a good attitude. If you're walking around and people say to you, hey, Mike, how you doing? Uh, same stuff, different day. I could complain, but who'd listen? I got to tell you something. If I have to make that hard decision of, hey, Mike does a good job, but Sue does a good job. Who am I going to let go? Well, Mike's complaining all the time. He's always got a 
dour look on his face. She was always like, hey, how are you? And she's smiling and she's happy. Guess what? If you have the same productivity, I'd rather work with the happy person, with the optimistic person and the person that's going to make me feel good about working with them. Yeah. And certainly no one's going to choose the opposite. So <laughs> well, well, stop. wait, 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 you just said that and you laugh. I don't make this stuff up. Have you ever heard somebody say I could complain, but who listen? So when you say to me, that's obvious, it is obvious, but that doesn't mean people are executing on the obvious common sense. is not that common. You know what I'm saying? Sure, so sure. We got to bring that. And, and even, you know, to that point, you know, obviously I think that's an interesting tip because we, we, we get a lot of, you know, here's a way to find loans and that's all great. And, you know, but also to your point, the attitude and, and back to the relationship building, um, and you know, I don't know if you, you have examples or not, but just, you know, is there a, a thought that, you know, if you're constantly that person who's down and dour, even if you think you're being guarded, that could spill over into your conversations with your customers where they can pick up on this vibe of somebody who's stressed and down and angry. And in a bad market, by if they're down, depressed and say it's a bad market. Yeah, you're my guy. I can't wait to get a home with you and have you do my loan. I mean, first off, it's a stressful time for me as a consumer. So I want to deal with somebody who's going to do what? Not add to the stress and the negativity, but they're going to take it away. But I see these folks on on Facebook and on LinkedIn. I would never work with them. All right, I want to talk to you about what's going on in the market. It's just not good out there right now. But if you're looking to get a loan, give me a call. There's zero chance I would give that person a call. But when you look at the person and say, hey, look, this is a tough, not a bad market, but this is a tough market right now. But there are still opportunities that are out there. Did you realize that um, loan level price adjustments are being waived for certain people with certain incomes so we could do what? We could actually have you pay less for your loan if you qualify. I'd like to talk to you about how to pay less for it because there's opportunity out there for lots of us. You look at those two people, who's getting the click on LinkedIn or the click on Facebook or Instagram or whatever your platform happens to be. Um, So if I could change, I have the power to change attitude. I don't have the power to change market. I can't change rates. There's nothing that I can do about that. I can't change inventory. There's nothing I can do about that. I can change the mindset, what we think about it, and then what actions we take to survive within that area whole different ballgame. And that's why, and and I know that this is a two-day event, three-day event. I, I There's a maximum acceleration. Yeah. That's, two days. Yep. You know, two days. So the, it's really geared day one, especially at that loan officer that that's sitting right there to do those two things. The how do I get you the right mindset and how, what actions should you take? Because at the end of the day, the only thing that you can control is you. <laughs> so we can't be going out there trying to say, okay, the grass is the grass is not greener on the other side, my friends. The grass is greener where you water it. Todd Duncan, he said, I, I, I was listening to him at a conference. Well, it was a, it was a web-based conference. And, and he said that in his studies, the most successful loan originators have been at their same company for 14 years. They're not job hopping. They're not complaining. They're making the best of their situation where they are. Yeah. And being the person who can find out how to, how to water that grass, find, you know, for example, the opportunities about loan costs or Redfin pointing out 40% of sellers are now giving concessions. That's a good way to become, that's my guy.
everyone else is like, oh, that's a bad time. And then they're like, no, 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 no. Here's what you're going to do to flip this and take advantage of the situation. And, you know, look, COVID, no, nobody's a fan of it. Nobody's like, hey, can I sign up for a couple more years of COVID? I'm not saying we're not going to have it, but nobody's signing up for it. Right. But I've had multiple people, first time home buyers say, is now a good time to buy a house? I'm like, do you want the house? Yes. Buy it. You tired of paying rent? Yup. Has your rent gone up? Gone up? Yup. And and you could say your cliches of that you you what you you, you date the rate you marry the house I, I and you divorce the rent right and I don't care how you say it that's a cute way to say it but at the end of the day now if you said I want to buy a house and I'm gonna as an advisor oh but I'm gonna leave it in seven months eh, this might not be the best market for you but if you say you're planning and once again National Association of Realtors say that the average person has stayed in their home seller has been in their house for ten years. You find me a 10-year span in the history of the U.S. that home values have gone down over 10 years. I can find it over 10 days, 10 weeks. I can't find it over 10 years. So, yeah, it's going to be okay. It's always good to end on a on a positive note with some of the news we've been reporting on lately. So, Steve, it's always great to have you. You're always sort of bringing some sunshine when we're on a literally a rainy day here in Connecticut. <laughs> and that is why you keep asking me back because I'm the ray of sun. See, right? If you if you go out with the positivity, it's going to pay back. Absolutely, absolutely. Thanks for joining me, Steve. I hope you have a great day. Thank you. And of course, you can hear from Steve and the rest of our expert lineup at Maximum Acceleration this Thursday at Mohegan Sun Casino here in Connecticut. Sign up at MaximumAcceleration.live. Registration also gets you into the rest of the New England Mortgage Expo, which continues on Friday. We'll be right back with the rest of your headlines. The Originator Connect Network, the nation's largest producer of mortgage events, is about fostering a community founded on professionalism, collaboration, and personal and professional growth, connecting you to the story of your success. Welcome back. Here's your headlines for today, July 9th. Ten mortgage bankers formerly employed by Rocket Mortgage are suing the company. They claim Rocket failed to pay them overtime. Each of the bankers left the company at some point last year. A spokesperson for Rocket called the lawsuit a desperate attempt by a group of former employees who knowingly and willingly violated the terms of their employment. In other news, it seems consumers are starting to feel better about the economy. Fannie Mae's Buyer Sentiment Index shows attitudes keep improving from the October low. Consumers who think now is a good time to buy jumped 5 points to 21%. Also this morning, a New York Fed survey showed consumers are feeling better about wages and are slightly less concerned about inflation over the next 12 months. And finally, a little bit of news from us. Steve Winokur is joining our team as Chief Marketing Officer. He previously held the same role at Angel Oak Lending, the industry's top non-QM lender. This continues an ongoing expansion for our parent company, American Business Media. The company now offers nearly 30 conferences throughout Originator Connect Network, and just last year, we rebooted the Mortgage News Network. This year, we're bringing you three regional magazines for the Florida, California, and Texas markets. Florida Originator, California Broker, and Lone Star LO will be coming in the next few months. This has been The Principal, a Mortgage News Network podcast. All podcasts are produced by T.G. Kutamperor, Matthew Mullins, and Sarah Woolock. Mike Savino is head of multimedia, and Christine Stewart is editorial director. The opening theme was Status by Jamie Bathgate. 
and the music you hear now is Glossy by Skygaze. You can find episodes of The Principal at www.mortgagenewsnetwork.com or you can subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Be sure to rate and review so that others can find us. Thanks for listening.